She's like, can you imagine if Luke Skywalker tried to confront Darth Vader unarmed? <laughs> and let me tell you why I can't imagine that, Michael. <laughs> because it happened! <laughs> it's how Star Wars ended! Welcome to Off Time Jive. I'm back in New York City, ladies and gentlemen, with uh, Michael Chan Holler. And I'm still in New York City, enjoying the time that I got to spend without Mr. Pino. But alas, all good things must come to an end. Who who did you spend your time with? Yourself? Yeah. I was... Masturbating? I was... Watching movies. What kind of movies? <laughs> Star Wars. Again and again and again. How many times have you seen it so far? Five times. Five times. I've That's seen a five lot. Times. I've seen it twice. It just Maybe I'll go see it again. again. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but we're back, and it is the new year, 2016. Happy New Year, everybody! It's 2016. I hope that you all had a lovely holiday season, uh, not having to listen to us for a while. I hope that you've all made New Year's resolutions and have now, at this point, broken said resolutions. Yeah, I was going to stop doing a podcast with Asians, but I already violated that prime directive. Yeah, that's true. So, Michael, um, have you seen any movies that weren't Star Wars? No. (laughs) Really? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I've been waiting to go see Hateful Eight until I have the opportunity to see it in 70mm. Mm-hmm. Said, uh, said opportunity has not arisen yet, so... I, I saw it. It was really good. Everybody dies. Oh. Was that a spoiler? Maybe not. I say that about every movie. You don't know. I said that about Star Wars. Go back and listen to our review. <laughs> That's a fair point. <clears throat> does, uh, does Han Solo die in Hateful Eight? Whoa, you didn't say spoilers before that. Somebody out there on the internet who hasn't seen Star Wars is going to be like, I live in China. It hasn't come out yet. It came out this past Monday. And statistically speaking, um, if you exist on the planet Earth, then you have seen Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Because it is the most successful movie of all the times. Yeah, I mean, it, it, passed, it surpassed Avatar's domestic grossage. What Avatar accomplished in 72 days, Star Wars accomplished in 13 which I feel like, well, A, that's accomplishments, but um, I feel like it really shouldn't be. I mean, Avatar is a movie that was fine, in my opinion. I, I like it less and less the more I try to think about it. But if you ask anyone, even the people who liked it, can do they remember it at all at this point? Do I don't really remember what happened in that. Uh, yeah, I kind of do because it was just such a basic plot. Like it, I, I don't understand why people loved that movie as much yeah, as why, they did. Why was it that movie? Yeah, why was that the biggest movie? Which you know what does make me happy about that though is it wasn't an IP. It was just, you know, I, I won't call it an original idea in as much as it was a brilliant story because it wasn't. But it wasn't based on anything else except for Dances with Wolves. Can you imagine if it was American Ultra or a Max Landis movie that became the highest grossing movie of all time? (laughs) That could never happen. (laughs) 
You know what would you know what the reason is why that's so successful? White guilt. That's true. It's a, it's a fair point. Why didn't George Lucas try to capitalize on that more? Well, he tried to do the opposite. <laughs> he did try to do he that. Capitalize on racism. Capitalize on racism in all his movies. Mm-hmm. There's an awful lot of slavery in Star Wars, and there it's is. and it's just a okay with it's, everybody. It's okay that, uh, with the Jedi who are supposed to be these guardians of peace and justice. If they're supposed to be the guardians of peace and justice, why is there injustice in the galaxy? Does that just mean that they suck at their fucking job? Obviously they do. I mean, obviously they do. There's a there's a Sith Lord sitting in like the same room as them for like most of those movies and they don't know it. They can't figure out who the Sith Lord is. Aren't you supposed to be able to feel that kind of thing? No, no, no. You have to get it done with the blood test. You They're, can't feel the force in someone. You have to measure it in their blood. Well, you can't. Okay, but they could. <laughs> don't, don't you remember the Phantom Menace? Where it's like, I need to measure his force. Here, I'm sending you a blood sample. Analyze it. Yeah, he's. I need a metachlorian count. Stat. Um, no, but like they they knew that there was a Sith Lord even before he like kind of revealed himself. So why can't they feel? Well, there was probably some throwaway exposition thing where Palpatine was blocking them, right? I feel like for every problem in the prequels, there's some bullshit made-up explanation. And you know who I hate more than anyone is the people that accept that. <laughs> they're like, no, 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 you see, it's fine, it's fine, because uh, they made up this bullshit thing. I'm like, no, well, okay, so you did mental gymnastics to, to get to this point where you're like, okay, whatever. Well, it's you see, not- what they're telling you is true from a certain point of view. But it's not, it's not good narration. And that's probably the biggest example in the original trilogy, which you just pointed out. Um, it's that line where Alex Guinness, sitting on a tree stump as Alex a ghost. Alex Guinness. Did I say Alex? I do that a lot. Alex- and it's Sir Alex Guinness. Um, Fuck, he worked for that title. Probably not. Not necessarily in Star Wars, but he worked for that fucking title. Mm-hmm. Stop getting so close to the microphone. Well, like that's that where you were is a fine place to be if you're just talking, but you get closer so you can shout into it. Yeah, which is the opposite of what you need to do. You need to get further if you're gonna shout. Fuck you. <laughs> um. Yeah, Obi Wan obviously lied about Vader, but George Lucas somewhere along the line said no, Obi Wan can't be a liar. So instead, I, we were just talking about this earlier. Apparently there was a line um, delivered by Yoda in Return of the Jedi where Luke's just like, why the fuck did Obi-Wan lie? And Yoda's like, well, he would have told you the truth if you were ready. But for whatever reason, they cut that line in favor of having um, Dame Alex McGinnis, uh, Ewan McDonald, say, well, from a certain point of view... What I said was the truth, which is bullshit. <laughs> no, he's, I really wish that Luke would have just straight up called him out on that bullshit. Just as like, no, no, no. That's backpedaling. No. You didn't know. You didn't know when we made the first movie that it was my father. See, that's is. See, is that as bad as Christoph Waltz in Spectre saying like, "Well, you see, I'm the one who was really behind all this." Yes. It's just as bad. I would say yes. Yes. All right. Well, no, it's probably even... I don't know if it's better or worse, because they probably had some idea that they were going to incorporate Blofeld into the plot way early on, but it doesn't make sense for him to have orchestrated all of that, and he didn't even really need to. Yeah, no. 
it kind of detracts from the validity of each individual villain. It does. From their own. Like, I mean, it, it kind of removes that tension with uh, Le Chiffre mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, the whole revenge plot with Silva. Just to be like, oh, it's this big master plan. Well, I'm fine with, like, Le Chiffre being a smaller fish in a bigger game. Because he was, originally. There's something yeah, above Le Chiffre. Yeah. But, and that's that's what made Lashif such an interesting character was that he wasn't this big. I'm gonna destroy the world. He, you know, had character. He had his own motivations, and you saw that. Like he's a man who is legitimately fearing for his life. Mm-hmm. But the Mad Mickelson. It just it doesn't seem like any of that shit was connected. And to say, oh, psych. See, you didn't think it was connected, but really it was What's... is bullshit. Because it's not that I just think that they're not connected it's that they're obviously not connected and now in this new movie you're just going to tell me otherwise and i don't need you to do that no one needs you to do that we don't need to think that you were some mastermind behind all these movies it wasn't even the same people making the movies and, you know, it's kind of interesting too because with blofeld instead of i hate it when movies are supposed to tell you things i mean even going back to star wars you never see obi-wan and anakin are friends but every time they're on screen together they're like oh you're my best buddy because remember this one wacky adventure we had when we got trapped in that nasty nest of gun darts whoa well yeah this and the that's prequels. the same thing inspector it's like well i'm not gonna do anything of note but i'm gonna tell you that all the stuff you did in the last two movies makes it more important well the prequels are notorious for being that way like they're they're the prime example of of tell don't show and filmmaking needs to be the opposite um don't tell us something if you can show us something yeah so this all goes back to when george lucas was in kindergarten and he was supposed to fail show and tell but his teacher is like man he brought a spaceship that's cute no it just the prequels they were very much just a bunch of action set pieces loosely tied together with clunky exposition and the action set pieces weren't good no, because they were all made from a giant computer. There was no gravity to anything. Or emotion. I mean, I know that we're breaking a lot of new ground here right now, talking bad about the Star Wars prequels, because they were really... They're such a beloved uh, series of oh, films. Yeah. I mean, I'll also, I mean, honestly, though, I'll still meet people like, Nah, episode two was great! And I'm like, you're wrong. And they're like, no, it's my opinion. You can't tell me I'm wrong. I'm like, nah, you're wrong. I, I'm like, look, yes, it's your opinion, but your opinion is shitty. Like, I could be of the opinion that Hitler did nothing wrong. It's a shitty opinion, and if people want to call me out on it, fine. But Hitler, Michael, did nothing wrong. I mean, did you hear that, uh, I think he was in Turkey? I want to say the Prime Minister? I could be mistaken. But he was just called out on some shit, saying, like, one of the prime examples of uh, an excellent political force was uh, late 1930s, early 1940s Germany. Well... I'd be interested in hearing his context. That was the context. Mm. I feel like there's there's got to be more to that story. Because you could easily say that the Third Reich was very efficient, and they turned Germany around in a big bad way, but they were also evil as shit. Like, because like the First Order. Post-World War One, I, I mean, the German, what is it, the Mark, the Deutschmark, was worthless. It was like you could take barrels and barrels of of german money and it was worth nothing the inflation was so out of control the third reich turned that around by being horrible because it's amazing what you can accomplish if you have no common decency or 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 you don't care about human lives but i mean that's like saying well slavery was a really effective system which it was but it was fucking evil 
So what you're saying is your your votes in for Donald Trump? No, what I'm saying yes, I'm pro slavery and pro Nazi. Yeah, hashtag you know, what's that? Make America great again? Hashtag yeah. Context. Um, It's like yeah, like look. Well, the pyramids. I was going to say look at the pyramids, but that wasn't actually slave labor. That was all contracted labor. Apparently, they just found out. How do you find that out two thousand years later? That's ridiculous. (laughs) Someone lost a contract agreement. Um, but yeah, you know, it wasn't union. There was disagreements. It's like that. Yeah. Your profit margin is really high. If you just don't pay the people that work for you and you're evil. All I'm saying, we don't need a slave army, just a clone army. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Let's, mm-hmm. let's just have them grow at twice the rate of a normal individual. Like, sweatshot labor is terrible unless they're all clones, because then they don't matter. Yeah, especially if you're a Jedi, then... Hashtag, clo- it, hashtag clone lives matter. I mean, even if you're a Jedi, the Guardians and Peace and Justice, you, you're indifferent to slavery. I saw a meme on the internet the other day, which made me chuckle. It was like, states of matter, solid, liquid, gas, plasma, and black lives. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and I mean, like, if they try not, to leave not the that planet, I'm, not that I'm talking bad about Black Lives Matter, I'm if, all for that. If, if they if they try to leave the planet, just put like a bomb in their skull because of lazy writing. Like you go boom or whatever the and fuck. And they is blow that. you up, boom. How would? That's you know that was stolen from, um, Full House. Stephanie on Full House used to say, "How rude," and George Lucas. Stole it and gave it to Jar Jar Binks. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, George Lucas also stole Jar Jar Binks from, like, what, 1950s blackface humor? <laughs> yeah, kind of. And Bugs Bunny. He's a rabbit who's also in blackface. But on the topic of Star Wars... How do you think that... How do you think that conversation went? Do you know... Who, who was the guy that played Jar Jar Binks? I, Does anyone know his name? I don't think Has so. Has it been erased from the annals of history? Like, Yav... Or not Yavin, like, uh... What was the rain planet? Camino? Camino. Why is Obi-Wan so stupid? <laughs> the it's planet's like, not gone. It's just I don't understand. It. There was supposed to be a planet here, but it's not in the records. However like, will I figure like, this out? It's like when you go to the library at like a, a fucking um, <laughs> primary school library, and they're like, there's no more books on World War II. Someone erased World War II from existence. <laughs> I was told that there was a book series called Twilight, but it's not on the shelf. It must mean it never existed. No, fucking idiot you are. <laughs> Let me ask this five-year-old <laughs> what he thinks, you stupid twat. <laughs> no, 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 you idiot. It's stupid twat you are. Yeah, stupid twat you are. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked that scene a lot more if it just played out like both Yoda and Obi-Wan are like, well, I don't know. I did, who could possibly know? And then like the little kid in the back of the class just raises his hand and they're like, just wait, wait, wait a second, Timmy. We need, we're talking. We can't figure this out. Where could the planet be? Um, excuse me, sir, sir. <laughs> uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. What, Timmy? Fuck, what do you want? And then he's like, somebody erased it, you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just imagining Obi-Wan, like, a grandfather, holding an iPhone, going, Alright, how the fuck does this work? <laughs> I, there used to be a music button on my thing, and it's gone. Like, no, you just deleted it on accident. Oh, fuck this. Give me the flip phone. <laughs> he pulls out a giant brick phone. He's like, oh, 
a much more elegant cell phone from a more civilized time. Can you imagine if that was the whole thing with the lightsabers? All like the students are like, why can't we just use a blaster? That seems more efficient. And they're like, no, lightsaber you must use. Well, technically a lightsaber is a much more sophisticated weapon. It is much more sophisticated, but in the battle of sword versus gun... Yeah, there's a reason we don't really use swords anymore. Yeah. There's a reason Obi-Wan didn't get killed by, uh... uh, General Grievous. General Grievous. Because he used the gun. And then threw it away. I could shoot him from, like, a a fuckload of miles away? Damn! Ah. (laughs) Nah, I'll keep using the swords. Can you imagine how how, how awesome would that final scene between Anakin and Obi-Wan in the third movie have been? It's like, well, uh, uh, what was it? I only deal in absolutes. Uh, or only a Sith deals in absolutes. And then he just shoots him in the back when he's facing away from him. <laughs> he's like, you were supposed to be the chosen one. And the camera pans back and he's like on top of a mountain. And Anakin's like in the water and he's just like, pew! <laughs> and it's over. <laughs> oh, God. Star Wars. But speaking of Star Wars, um, some rumors, like people have been speculating on who Supreme... Chancellor, Commander, Lord, Snoke. Grand, Emperor, Snoke is, um, and a lot of people are, a, a quite shocking amount of people are like, oh my god, it's Darth Vader! Now let me because, tell you why uh, that's so fucking stupid, Michael. Well, I mean, people are, are saying, like, because the scars are in the same place, mm. but, Darth Vader's no. dead, we yeah, saw him die, dead. we saw his ghost, we what saw more his do fucking you want? Ghost. <laughs> um... Yeah, and I mean, like, Lord Snoke doesn't appear to be wearing a suit that he needs to breathe, right? Well, we did find out that apparently um, somewhere between episodes, the first one and the last one, Darth Vader could have had his suit upgraded, but due to cost cuts, budget concerns, he he had to be in his horrible suit, which caused him great pain and beeped for no reason. (laughs) I don't know who wrote all that shit. Yeah, well, you, you know why it wasn't in the budget and who denied him that? Palpy. Nope. George Lucas. <laughs> I could give you this new suit, but I'd have to get out of my chair. Set my <sighs> coffee down to write the check. We'd have to get designers to draw it up. That just sounds like a nightmare. We'll just CGI it. I do love Palpatine, though. I love that he's just a dick for no reason. <laughs> If anyone's curious, we're referencing the Red Letter Media, 10 Things You Didn't Know About Darth Vader, where they, I think they went to Wikipedia, Wikipedia or whatever it is. Yeah, Wikipedia. And uh, printed up a bunch of information on Darth Vader's suit. God, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, it's wonderful. Apparently, like, his, his chest board beeps <laughs> for no reason, just to fuck with him. And, and the robotic legs that they gave him are too small for the shoes, so he's always leaning forward. And this isn't made up. This was all, like, Star Official, Wars canon yeah, shit. Cannon. So he'll lean forward and occasionally he'll fall over. What do you think that is, though? Is that, like, did Lucas write that? Or was somebody just writing it to justify, like, why he couldn't walk too good in the suit? Why he never ran? Mm-hmm. I always just figured he was too badass to run. But nah, the way it works out, it's, he just can't. <laughs> that he would fall down randomly <laughs> at various points. It's, it's like, it's like, oh god, what is it? Um, the Terminator. You, you think out there, like, there's a fucking long-winded 24-page explanation as to why he has an Austrian accent? Yes. You think so? Probably. I thought, no, there's a canon explanation for that, isn't there? What is it? I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't watch those movies. <laughs> it's like when that's it. It's his Some accent. Some of them are really good. It's not an Austrian accent. That's actually a binary dialect. When you read binary, it's like one zero 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 one one on the cellular level. On the cellular level. Wait, can we just can we just have cellular again? Cellular. <laughs> no, no. Cellular. Oh, I got it. Cellular. California. <laughs> On the Saturday level. I just what made a, what him vaguely Asian. What a, fan, what a fantastic actor. You know, I will say Arnold Schwarzenegger is someone who probably has one of the strongest career track records in mind. And that's weird, you know? Think about that for a second. How many phenomenal films has that man been in? Jingle All the Way. <laughs> you know who else is in J- Jingle All the Way? Jake Lloyd. Yeah, little Annie. Little, little Orphan Annie, Annie. Himself. The man himself. Yeah. What, I, what Has he ever been in other movies? Uh, <laughs> we'll find out. But I mean, honestly, though, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Kindergarten Cop, excellent. Total Recall, excellent. Predator, excellent. T2, excellent. Oh. What? Oh, no. Is he still acting? No. What? But he's he's kind of very limited. 14. Um, He was in an episode of... Uh, several episodes of ER. He was in a lot of video games. Let's Jenny, just, but they're all Star all the Wars video games. games. Wait, removing the video games. They're me. all Star Wars games. Yeah, all Star Wars games. After episode one, one he's, two, he's only three, ever four, made five, one thing six. that was not Star Wars, and it's a thing called Madison that I've never heard of. I've never heard of either. Oh, it's got a fighter pilot on it. So I could see why they would want to cast him. Oh, God. Uh, maybe it's a speedboat, but why would you have a helmet in a boat? I don't know. Jim Caviezel's also in it. You know who that is? Jesus from The Passion of the Christ. Yeah. I once convinced my friend Mike that Jim Caviezel... There was like just a period in my life where I would lie for no reason just to see if I could get away with it about stupid shit. And one of the things that I told my friend Mike, Fat Mike, who was my best friend growing up, I told him that Jim Caviezel lived in my neighborhood. But, like, it was because he'd only been in that one movie so far, so he wasn't really famous yet. And um, he was going to move to California, obviously now. But uh, he had lived in my neighborhood. And, like, I, I, I gave him this long spiel about, like, all of the rooms in his house that I'd been in. I was like, yeah, I used to go over and help him with shit. And he believed it. And I was like, he had this one weird, like, it was this blood red room. And it had all of these, like, medieval torture devices. Like, he had corkscrews and, like, like a like a guillotine. And I don't know. The guy was just strange. And he bought it. But I kept this going for, like, <laughs> over a month. Did you ever tell him that you were just full of shit? I don't remember. <laughs> See, one day this man's gonna meet Jim Caviezel. He's like, "Oh, my friend in your house. He was the little boy that used to go into your dungeon trade, like fucking." Yeah, that you used to let go into your dungeon. I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, you remember when you lived in Winston Trails in Lake Worth, Florida? I'm like, "Where is the what? Are you out of your damn mind?" Now I probably told him because, yeah, because I got. <laughs> Oh my god, I just remembered. I got like a bunch of our friends in on it as well. They were they were like their family was like big into church and shit. So I got them to tell him that like he went to their church and the reason he got oh cast god. as Jesus was cuz he was like so big into church and shit. 
and he bought it. Like, yeah, man, we've all met him. You never knew that? He, they, he totally lives around here. Oh, it was wonderful. That was right around when Revenge of the Sith came out. Really? Mm-hmm. No, Revenge of the Sith came out. I was still in, I think, fifth, diapers. Fourth, fourth or fifth grade. <laughs> I was like a, a sophomore in high school. Jesus Christ. But, anyways, speaking about movies, um, Batman Five Superman almost had a very rough week. Yeah, you were saying something about that, but what was it? Uh, well, Warner Brothers was actually rather concerned that. You know, after all this effort they had to go through to not directly compete with Captain America 3. Um, Mar- Marvel's just like, no, fuck you. We're going to push our release date up until the same weekend again. <laughs> just to fuck with you. <laughs> That'd be so great. I, You know, one day I would like to see a straight up DC versus Marvel box office showdown. It probably won't happen considering it would take away from the profits of both. Well, dude, I got to tell you, if I, if 10 years ago you told me that there's going to be a movie with Batman and Superman with it in it at the same time for the first time in history, a live action big Hollywood movie. And they had to move it forward because it was competing with not just Captain America, but fucking Captain America part three. I'd be like, you're out of your goddamn mind. What are you fucking retarded? Are you stupid? <laughs> well, this is I can't make, believe it. This like, is going to make it even better then. Uh, because they were worried that another Marvel property would be dropping on the same day of Batman Five Superman and mm. would be thus taking away from their profits. It's Doctor Strange. No, no, they were very concerned that Batman Five Superman would be in direct competition with the release date of Marvel's Netflix Daredevil season two. <laughs> All right, but I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, it's going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not I'm not a fan of any of them Marvel movies, but the Netflix show's pretty good. <laughs> Can you imagine going now going back and telling yourself that that you know one day Batman and Superman are gonna punch each other in a big Hollywood blockbuster, but it's not gonna be as good as the second like, season of a TV show adaptation of it's Daredevil. It's gonna go against Daredevil. Daredevil? Like with Ben Affleck? No, no, no. Like the direct to DVD <laughs> web show. only version that they make for like three dollars <laughs> like oh what we live in a crazy topsy-turvy fucked up world but yeah so so they were they were very concerned that they'd have to compete with daredevil but lucky them daredevil's actually dropping a week prior yeah it's gonna be better but i, I know that oh inarguably it's gonna be better um <clears throat> actually i just heard um we've talked about it at length before that how the Man of Steel trailers were the best part of the movie, right? They're the best thing to come out of that movie. Absolutely. Well, the whole movie was a series of trailers. Yeah, and if you, I mean, if you go back and you look at all of Zack, Zack Snyder's filmography, the trailer for Watchmen goes down in my book as one oh, of yeah. the greatest trailers that, ever made. The teaser with the um, Smashing Pumpkin song. Yep. Um, that and the trailers for Three Hundred. Do you know that that song? Even the, the, even the trailers the for Sucker Punch. Sang a happy I don't remember what it's called. That came out for, for that came out for Batman and Robin. That was what that song was written really? for. Yeah. It was written for a comic book movie, and it finally got its time to shine a comic. Well, I just fucking uh, rewatched. Where Sam in Raimi's Batman and Robin would they fit that fucking? Song? I just fucking watched uh, Spider Man, um, the Spider Man movie, the Sam Raimi one with my friend Zach, 
And uh, you ever listen to the music at the end of that movie? Like, there's fucking Nickelback. There's a hip-hop song in it. Like, it's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he made the point saying, like, it's basically a time capsule Wait, of the what, 90s. what movie? Spider-Man. Sam Raimi. It's got... Or, oh, sorry, yeah. The, the, the early I, 2000s, yeah. It wasn't Nickelback. It was just Chad and, Kroger. And, and they, they say that a hero can save us. <sighs> but, I remember that. Yeah. It's not a bad song. But very Nickelback. It's very forgettable. Very Nickelback. Oh, yeah. But um, but God no. But apparently, with the Batman Five Superman trailers, um, why they've been so egregiously bad and not entertaining is because oh, they've been very entertaining. Oh, I mean, not in the <laughs> not in the Watchmen most recent type of sense. one. That, that that provided me a lot of enjoyment. A lot of like, what's going on? <laughs> what? But it's not even like the content of the trailer. It's just Badly a bafflingly edited, yeah. cut trailer. But I mean, it's uh, it's interesting because apparently Zack Snyder edits all of his trailers, all of them. Okay, that makes sense. Except for, for the one? ones done for Batman Five Superman. Well, no. To be fair, the first Batman Five Superman trailer, like the Comic Con exclusive one, looked like a Zack Snydery type affair. It's just this most recent one where I'm just like, who did they? Who did they get to do this? Film student. Yeah. And Nifa. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah, maybe. But, um... Edited by, uh, Xena Wood. On her MacBook with iMovie. She didn't have a MacBook. I'm sure Xena would actually do a better job. Probably. Like, a much better job. I think you're giving her too much credit. She's from South Africa. You know who else is from South Africa? Nelson Mandela? Deont Word. Who? Then never mind. You know the band that does the... Oh, yeah, the guys. So you should have just said the shitty guys from Chappie. Oh, yeah, they were in that. I never, <laughs> in Chappie. I never saw Starring Chappie. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one's sucked. a girl. Is that not clear? It's a little muddled. She's not very good looking. She looks like she could be if she didn't have that weird ass, like, bizarre half mullet haircut. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh god. We're, what were we talking about? Trailers. Yeah, Batman 5 Superman. So apparently, um, the villain of That's the movie... That's the one that he didn't cut? Yeah, apparently the villain... Did he of... cut the Comic-Con one? Because that looked like a very Zack Snyder trailer. I don't know. But apparently the villain of the movie has actually not been revealed yet. Apparently Apocalypse isn't actually the villain. Not enough going on in this movie yet. No. I mean, we, we see the little things, I don't know what they're fucking called, that from the Parademons. Dark Side? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are, are in the trailer, but that's that's all the dream sequence. So I guess Batman's. Well, just... I'm thinking that it's Wonder Woman has this ability to see the future, kind of sometimes. So she's probably going to see like how, what the future looks like if these two people keep fighting, and she's going to be like, "No, we have to go fight Jesse Eisenberg." They're like, <laughs> He's, "Why?" He sounds like Max Landis. They're like, "Isn't that a good enough reason?" Well, I mean, Max Landis was has been saying recently that. Uh, he says he's a met, lot of things, Michael. Well, he's Michael. saying that he's met Jesse Eisenberg, and he's introduced well, Jesse I, Eisenberg he's like friend, that, exactly. He's friends with Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, it's but just he's... a matter of he met him. He, he's convinced that Jesse Eisenberg is doing a Max Landis impression. I, have you ever heard him talk? Yeah, yeah he, he sounds just whiny. He sounds almost exactly like that. Like, I, I think there's a good case to be made for him doing a Max Landis impression there. Like, you ever see, like, the... He did this video... 
um, the first thing that I ever saw him do, well, I didn't know he was a writer. I didn't even know he was Landis at that point. I just saw this video of him doing this. Uh, he was pitching like this Superman story that eventually, I guess, he went on and now he's writing with DC Comics. But um, it was like a kind of like a what if it didn't suck for the death of Superman? And it was pretty good. Like he had a very good take on it. And it's just him, like, with a martini glass in a room talking about this thing on YouTube. And, like, that was the first thing that I thought of when the Jesse Eisen Luther in this most recent trailer came up. I'm like, he's, he's doing a Landis thing. Apparently Max Landis thinks so as well. Yeah. But, uh... Thinks a lot of things, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Did he invent the Mary Sue thing? Was he... He, he, he takes credit for that. He does take credit for that. He didn't invent the concept of a Mary Sue, but I, because I had heard that, um, that was one of the first criticisms I heard about the new Star Wars. From him? Not from him. Not from him. Just in general. Like I, it started popping up on Reddit everywhere. They're like, "Well, she's a Mary Sue," and it's like clearly, probably was from him, and like his little fans have just heard it him say this term, and now they they're like, "This is a thing that exists in my vocabulary, and I'm going to use it all the time." Because they were very poorly framed arguments, but... Well, I mean, you just got into a large argument with someone on Reddit. How did that go? It went well enough. I, yeah, I had a... <laughs> as often I do, and I don't know why, because it just makes me so angry. I was on Reddit, and somebody posted this big, long spiel. It was a film student who said they were a film student. They're like, as a film student, this is the problem with The Force Awakens. I was like... Well, as a film grad, this is the problem with your stupid argument. Uh, <laughs> she was like, well, Kylo Ren is a terrible character, and he shouldn't have been able to kill Han Solo. Because what they were doing, it was like in The Empire, when you find out that Luke was Vader's father, it should have been like that. They should have saved it for the second movie, and they shouldn't have given it away as a throwaway in the beginning of the movie that he was, he was Han's son. That way they could have revealed it. But one of, it the arguments, one of the arguments that she made was... Uh that the movie was too much of a retread mm-hmm. of A New Hope. I know, and then she just, in the same breath... She's like, it needs to be more It needs to be more like... <laughs> Fine. But my argument to her was, well, who the fuck is he revealing it to? If that's going to be the big reveal, other than the audience, other than it working as like a shitty hackneyed uh, example of dramatic irony, I'm like, who would that reveal be to? Han Solo knows who the fuck his son is, and I'm going to assume that Kylo Ren, given the story that we're given on the Millennium Falcon, knows who his parents are. So who's getting this big <laughs> reveal? I just imagine it's like Kylo, right. and your father. He's like, what? Yeah. He's like, that's impossible. Oh wait, no. Yeah, that's basic, obvious information. Why wouldn't I know that, you cunt? <sighs> oh God. Ray, you don't understand. I'm Kylo Ren's father. Who? And I was like, first of all, Han getting killed by... That wasn't that wasn't the Empire moment. That's literally just Obi-Wan getting killed. It was Obi-Wan with Han's mask on. God, I hate people. And she's... <laughs> her other thing was, oh, he was so stupid to go, um, like, uh, uh, just try to confront Kylo Ren without any kinds of... Without being armed. Well, a, she's like, armed. well, a, she was like, um, 
wasn't he's so stupid why would he go approach him like that and i'm like you are aware han solo doesn't know he's in a movie right because it <laughs> seems that your argument is like well doesn't han solo watch movies obviously this is where the bad guy gets the upper hand of the good guy i'm like yeah it's a movie it works that way the characters don't realize it though no one told them that they're in star wars they don't know um you think in that universe they have a Star Wars? And she movie? literally, Michael, I can't stress this enough, was like, can you imagine? Brace yourselves for a moment, people. She's like, can you imagine if Luke Skywalker tried to confront Darth Vader unarmed? <laughs> and let me tell you why I can't imagine that, Michael. <laughs> because it happened! <laughs> Sorry for your ears, ladies and gentlemen, but fuck. <laughs> oh my god. And you know, I, I've, I've met a lot of people who actually. And when I say I met a lot of people, I know about two people that are like, well, I mean, Force Awakens is just a remake of Star Wars. And like, yeah, and Ant Man's a remake of Iron Man, and Creed is a remake of Rocky. What's your point? Mm hmm. Well, now, uh, to be fair, I come off sounding hypocritical because I give Marvel shit for this all the time. The difference is, Yeah, you fuck. No, the difference is, uh, Star Wars came out, like, over 30 years ago, and now they're redoing a new one, and I don't expect that... Look, if the next movie comes out and it's just a retread of Empire Strikes Back, then I'm going to have a big problem. But right now... I understand why Disney went in that direction. And I don't think it was an exact remake. It was, it felt fresh and fun enough that I was invested throughout the whole thing. The problem with Ant-Man is like, I just saw Iron Man. And I feel like they've never stopped making Iron Man. But we had a 30 some odd year gap and a lot of really bad movies in between. I'm like, all right, fine, blow up another Death Star. Just <laughs> shit. Just don't make it look ugly. <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 I'm really excited, and I know a lot of people have actually raised the concern that, well, we don't want, you know, Episode Eight to just be a retread of Empire, and I really don't think it will because the writer director for that film is Ryan Johnson, which, if you're familiar, he most commonly did. I think he did three or four episodes of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, and he also wrote and directed this film called Looper. Gooper. Looper. It's where they the mob gets a bunch of people and they send them back in time. Um, and when as soon as they they come with these like little hoods on, and then they take the hood off. Like there's a guy waiting for them when they send them back in time. They take the hood off and they're like, <laughs> and they come right in their face. And they called the movie Gooper. I. I don't. No, that's how it happened. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's the. I listen to Smodcast. I think that's how it happened. I don't know. That's. I don't think that's what it. Looper. Um. <laughs> go see it. No, but he he wrote and directed Looper, and it was a very interesting kind of innovative film, despite being a time travel movie. Uh, and I guess Ryan Johnson's whole thing with Disney, which is shocking, is he was very adamant that like if. They want him to make a Star Wars movie. It's going to be his movie. Like, he's going to write it. He's going to direct it. It's going to be the story that he wants to tell. 
uh, which seems very anti-Disney, especially coming off like these big disagreements with Edgar Wright or Ava DuVernay about their characters and everything. Mm-hmm. So handing this to someone like Ryan Johnson is surprising. Wait, what? What is the argument that happened with Ava DuVernay and Edgar well, the whole, Wright? The whole, I mean, because Disney is also... Oh, right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. I see. So, I mean, I'm really, really excited to see Ryan Johnson's take on episode 8. And I have absolute faith in his competency to make a good movie. Apparently. Not even not even a good Star Wars movie. A good movie. Apparently, J.J. read the script and he was, he was upset that... And apparently, he never was... He was upset that he didn't write it. Yeah. But I'm like, well, yeah, but what's he going to say? Well, I mean, he's he, going to be like, I read the script and holy fuck, balls, shit, cock. It's awful. It's the worst thing that well, ever happened. I know, I know happened. he said like he regrets not directing episode eight as well. Because I believe yeah. they offered that to him as well. I, I heard a rumor. Granted, it's an unfounded rumor that I can find no proof of. But someone told me that J.J. Abrams was set to direct episode nine instead of Colin Trevorrow. Here's hoping. Here's hoping, dear God. But Look, I don't necessarily know that Jurassic World's problem was directorial. It was kind of systemic on every level, just bad. But... I don't know. But let's just take... I don't know. Let's just take everyone involved with the production. Maybe not so much the cast. Chris Pratt, despite his performance in that movie, is good. I enjoy him. Um, but let's take everyone else involved in that movie and just not give them work again. I'm, 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 I, I'm okay with that. Are mm-hmm. you okay with that? I'm okay with that. Yep. 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 Why can't we get Matthew Vaughn to direct a Star Wars movie? Oh, or Guy Ritchie. That would be interesting. Oh, or Vince Vaughn. Um... You don't know that he'd be a bad director. Didn't he direct that one remake? What? The shot for shot remake? No, he w- he played. No, you're thinking of Psycho. Yeah. Um, that was directed by Gus Van Sant. Oh. But Vince Vaughn played Norman Bates in that That's movie. That's correct. That's right. That's what it was. But Star Wars, which was a remake of a movie called Psycho. Yes, it was. Um, directed by uh, Alfred. What was his name? Hitchcock. Alfred Hook Penis? <laughs> Hitchcock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not quite the same. But, um... But yeah, statistically, you've seen Star Wars already. Um... I guess other than that... Well, so okay, like, look, let's look at... Maybe Disney's being real fucking meta about this. And they're like, we are gonna make it, like, a direct thing like the old ones. You're gonna take J.J. Abrams, have him direct the first one, and then Godfather the other two. Um, it's going to be a real simple story, but very enjoyable. Then you'll get, uh, what's his name to direct the second one. And hopefully it's going to be like amazing and blow your mind. And then Colin Trevorrow is going to direct the third one. And it's going to kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> there'll, there'll be some interesting segments in it. But um, overall, it's, yeah, it's not going to be Overall, it Ewoked. Good. It Ewoked all over the place. You know, the Ewoks are far from the biggest problem with that movie. I could give a shit about the Ewoks. I feel like they're... I'm like, if they were Wookiees, that movie still wouldn't be very good. They're the figurehead of what I hate about Star Wars. Okay, fair enough. Like, they're they're the one thing I can systemically, like, look at and be like, yes, this encompasses everything I hate. George Lucas. Mm-hmm. They were the beginning of the end. Um, but at the same time, it's like... 
like I said, if it was Wookiees, it wouldn't really make sense for them to be Wookiees because they're supposed to be like these little primitive, like, stupid people. And Wookiees, they're... I mean, they're not like... They still live in tree hut things. But we didn't know anything about Kashyyyk. Until 2008. Yeah. Actually, no. We learned about Kashyyyk in 1978. That's true. Because it's where Chewie had to get for life day, yo. You know, it's interesting. Because that that was was where... You know what? You know what should happen in in the next one? It should just be Life Day. They should do like a, a shot for shot remake of Han getting killed by Kylo Ren on that bridge, but instead it's Chewbacca getting killed by what was his little name? Like his son. He has a kid that he never sees. Um, He's, Chewbacca's a toothy? dead. Bitey. Something. Smelly. Like that. It's retarded. Itchy. Lobaka. Who's Lobaka? Lobaka's his son in the now defunct expanded universe, I believe. No. I think so. I think so. I think you're wrong. No, I think so. It's not the, It's not from the Christmas special, but because it was something, like, silly. I don't know. You ever think about that, though? Chewbacca's, he's, he's a deadbeat dad. He never sees his kids. No, well, maybe he does. I neither, don't know he's been Neither did those people in the fucking Oregon take over. What? You know, the people occupying that building in Oregon being like, I don't get to see my kids because I'm here fighting for America. Well, that's because uh, I don't even know about that. I don't know what the hell they're fighting for. Some guys went hunting, and now they're getting arrested because they illegally killed something. And no, so they, now there's were, been an armed takeover they, of a federal building. They were, they were sentenced to five but years that's in not prison. terrorism. They were sentenced to five years in prison for arson and uh, hunting on federal land. And For hunting the arson was in the done Kingswood. In order to, yeah, for hunting in the Kingswood, which is, of course outlawed in the land of Nottingham uh but but they and they they set fire to it to try and cover up that they were hunting in there and now they're occupying a federal building from America because their civil liberties are being stepped on uh, yeah if you, if you haven't heard yeah. of this I don't blame you because no one cares it but just uh seems so silly yeah it's it's an Oregon militia called what was it, the hub hubley hugsley huxley I think it was the the Huxtables. Huxtables? I don't know, whatever. Uh, the Huxtable brothers, we'll say, are the Oregon militia, and they went and they took over a federal building. Like, they're just camping out in there. And they said that they're willing to stay there for years. And I guess they went in with... Do you know who the Huxtables are? Uh, no. With an armed force... <laughs> You're such a funny little and boy. military gear and everything. It's the name of the Cosby family on the Cosby show. I can't give a shit. Oh, they're raping people now, too? Yeah. Um, I was going to say, if I said that they were raping people with sleeping pills, you'd know. And it's fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, they, they took over a federal building uh, with military gear and weapons and everything and are now camping out in there. And uh, it's not terrorism, I guess, because no one's giving a shit. Mm. But they didn't bring enough food. So they're now asking for food donations and care packages? Now, here's the thing. This is... We might very... be one of the only sources to cover this, because I don't think anyone else cares. Like, I, it annoys me when people on Tumblr talk about things like white privilege and they don't really... They're not making a good case for it. This is probably the most perfect case that I've ever seen of white privilege. Because can you imagine if a bunch of black people with automatic weapons went and tried to occupy a federal government building or a bunch of muslims or uh, anyone that's not just fucking rednecks do you know what would happen 
they'd be dead. They'd be <laughs> dead right now. This is insane. Yeah, this has been going on for. I it's an say armed it, occupation, and no one gives a shit. I want to say it's about a week right now. It's been going on so far. I'd say around a week. Oh god. Fucking white people, man. <laughs> you were saying too, like NRA wants to give a gun to everyone. Yeah, it's my favorite but... argument. It's like, yes, you got the, the, these right wing people that are really, really pro gun and all of that. The NRA type people, they're like, everybody should have a gun. And yeah, if you were like, okay, well, let's start with the projects. They'd be like, nope, that's not what we meant. What? Oh, what? You don't want black people to have guns. That's what you, you mean. You want all white people to have guns. Is that's the thing? Um, yeah. I mean, it sounds like something the right wing would do. I mean, if you ever heard about Ben Carson talking about uh, gay is a choice because people go and well, here, people. Go Bet Carson is an amazing straight. anomaly to me because obviously he's not a stupid <laughs> did, man. Did, did you, did he's you, a fucking neurosurgeon. Well, apparently, like his military's foreign correspondence advisor thinks he's a stupid man. I guess maybe that? he's just got very compartmentalized intelligence, but, but, but you can't. You hear, you hear on the news. You can't do brain surgery if you're stupid. Like he was on, unless he's really fucking these people up. Uh, <laughs> so they're stupid or lucky. Maybe he's using the force. But he's got a really high midichlorian count. But you hear him talk on CNN and, you know, they were talking about marriage and how it's a fundamental right. And he's like, well, you see, gay is a choice because people go into prison straight and then they come out gay. Do they? (laughs) I don't think that's how that works. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, fuck. Everything about okay, but here's here's the thing: like, if if being gay is a choice, then how is being Christian not a fucking choice? Because the only argument versus gay marriage is they're like, oh, it's 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 impeding on my religious freedom. No, it's not. No one's saying that gays have to get married in your stupid fucking church. They probably don't even want to get married in your stupid yeah. fucking church. Well, that's the thing. Like, there's always, like, if you watch the Fox News crowd, if you watch any of that shit, there's always, like, this slippery slope argument where they're like, well, yeah, maybe it's fine for gay to have gay marriage, but the next thing they're going to do, they're going to pass a law saying that they have to be able to get married in churches, and that has to be equal. But no, if that's the argument, I'm totally opposed to that. If you're in a church... If you, if you run a church and you don't want to marry two gay people, you don't have to. That's what religious freedom is. But no one's fucking arguing for that. And if they do start arguing for that, then that's a completely different conversation. And it's, it's the core of what a slippery slope fallacy is. You're saying, oh, we can't have this thing because it'll lead to this thing. Okay, well, no. If we have this thing and then people want to start arguing for this other thing, that's the conversation we're having, you stupid cunt. I don't know. All I'm saying is gay should... Be- be forced to get married in churches. See, this is why it's better to think about things like movies. Yeah. I don't have to deal with all this shit. Argument with my aunt. Well, it wasn't really an argument because I just... Well, you went home from Florida. How's how's Florida? (sighs) How's Flocka? Not so good. Anybody hear about this? You've never heard of this, right? No. Flocka? Okay, so I got home, um, and I went and visited my... uh, one of my uh, uh, aunts and uncles, and... uh, their kid, they have kids, and um, they were talking about Flocka. 
like, I don't know, to frame the story, it doesn't really matter, but the kid had gone up to his room and then came back down and then there was this enormous crash and they're like, what was that? And he dodged the question. He was like, oh, I don't know. And then they just kept talking, and then like five seconds later, I was like, wait, you didn't answer the question. What the hell was that that just crashed in the other room? I bet it's drugs. And then they were like, yes, it's Flaka. And we're all like, ha, 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 ha. And then we kept talking, and then it occurred to me that I don't know what that means. <laughs> and they wouldn't tell me what it was. So I thought they were making it up. Because they're just like, it's Flaka. And I think they were in disbelief that I didn't know what that was. But I've been out of Florida for two years. And I guess in my steed, there has been this drug, drug empire epidemic sweeping South Florida, but only South Florida. Flaca does not exist anywhere else, and I, I, I still can't even really tell you what it is. I did some research on it. Apparently, it's manufactured in China, and it's really cheap, and I guess it's like a hallucinogen-type thing, and it only costs $5 per hit, which is cheap for drugs, Michael. Um, you know how much cocaine costs for, like, no. a gram of cocaine here? No. Like, like, fucking 400 bucks. Why do you know that? Because it's way cheaper in South Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I heard it. I was like, what? That's how much cocaine costs? It's ridiculous. Just go to Florida. It's like 20 bucks to go. Um, they're crazy down there. That's where all the cocaine comes from. That in California. It comes from South America. Because that's where they... It's hard to manufacture cocaine, Michael. Listen. Flaca, get back on topic. <laughs> Flaca, it's like... Well, I guess it's... I, it makes me think of like bath salts. You remember bath salts? No. I remember the one guy ate the person's face. But also in South allegedly Florida. Allegedly, he wasn't on bath He wasn't salts. on anything. Yeah. yeah. He was just... He was just plain old Florida crazy. <laughs> oh. um, but apparently it's like that. But, uh, like, they'll, they'll take it and it makes you feel really hot. And South Florida is really hot anyway. So, like, the classic Flocka symptom is that you'll rip off your clothes and go screaming down the street. <laughs> <laughs> as if you're being chased <laughs> by a bunch of bats that are on fire. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> they there was one guy apparently in Florida. We had the Palm Tran, which was like their little. Uh, uh, their in South Florida, the Palm Tran in Palm Beach County. It's the, it's like the subway, but it's not underground because you can't put stuff underground in Florida. It's below sea level. It's train. Well, they do put their generators for the hospitals underground. We learned that. Yeah, but yet the you have pumps. It's it's difficult. Um, but so apparently, like where the what are you looking at? I'm just looking at how long. Almost an hour at this point, right? Yeah, 57 minutes. Um, so there was, the, like, they have overpasses where the train goes through. So you could get from one platform to the next. Okay. And apparently one of these guys got on Flaka, ran out of his car, stripped nude, <laughs> went, went to the top of, like, this cross thing so he could get to the other side of the platform and jumped on the train as it was going by and rode it for, like, over an hour. And I was like, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> That sounds like a matrix. The fucking guy was watching the first Mission Impossible movie. (laughs) But he did it. He pulled it off. As well as his his clothes. I really wish he was wearing a GoPro when he was doing it. Oh, man. That's an idea. Like, don't even illegalize the flock of shit. Just make it so they have to wear GoPros. (laughs) That's the law concerning it. <laughs> It'll be a, it's gonna be a big burden on the taxpayer because every time you buy Flocka, you have to have a GoPro, <laughs> and the Flocka itself only costs five dollars. So the GoPro is gonna be like two hundred bucks. Apparently, something happened to GoPro though, so they're getting sued. Really? Yeah. Is it because they used it in the Hobbit movies? Maybe, but like the stock is like way down low right now. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I mean, 
You see that now. I mean, there's a man suing Fallout 4 and Bethesda for the game being too addictive. And it's like, yeah, dipshit, that's what you bought for. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not familiar with Fallout 4. Fallout, I'm, not, I'm not familiar Fallout with 4, video games. Fallout 4 is the game that I tried to urge you to get instead of Star Wars Battlefront EA. You were the one who bought me Star Wars Battlefront EA. You said that's what you wanted. So I got you what you wanted, and I was like, are you sure you don't want Fallout 4? And you're like, nah, give me Star Wars, looks pretty. I don't remember that conversation ever I happening. I do. Because I would have dissuaded you from buying me anything. I would have said, no, don't spend your money. But alas, now you it's have Battlefront EA. You're to blame. Now you have Battlefront EA. How, <laughs> how, how, how are you enjoying it? What's, I what's play the greatest it quite a bit. What's, what's the greatest analogy you have for playing that game? Playing the game is like... What? You have a... Is this a callback to another conversation that we had? Because I don't remember. No, I'm just saying, what's game playing like? Playing the game is like... <laughs> hot apple pie. It gets mushy if you leave it in the sun for too long? I don't know. Um, it, it's it's alright. I mean, like, we just played the the old Battletoads at yeah. your, in your room. And I didn't really like that either. But I just don't think I like that kind of gameplay multiplayer no multiplayer it's fine like i'm i'm okay with halo well i just feel like you it's mean you're i kicked your ass in halo <laughs> not really uh, for someone for... to say i kicked your ass i beat you like two out of uh like two out of four out of yeah that's nah, not ass. true not Pretty true you, if you didn't have your little sniper rifle you couldn't do shit i beat you a bunch yeah uh, we'll play the most ass. recent halo and I'll still kick your ass. I don't think you will. Because, you know what? Part of the problem with Halo is I got okay. I, I would never say that I'm really good at it. I don't have the gumption. I don't have the... the. I just don't got the time. I got nothing but time. But I don't have that much time to devote to getting good at a video game. Because what a useless skill. But, um... Playing the old Halo game, it's like there's so many little differences that make all of the difference. Like, you don't get rocket boosts except for sometimes. You can't, like, jump and climb. You the, like, the the button layout was different, and even when I set it to a more familiar one, I was like, eh, it's not the same. And I feel like it took forever to kill anybody in the old Halos, which is kind of what I'm lobbying for in, in Battletoads. But no, you could be a happy medium. Like, the new Halo game, like, if you start getting shot, you could still run for cover and turn it around somehow. You do not have that option in Battletoads front like if you get shot once you're dead and that's just it sorry and then you respawn and get shot again because some asshole has a sniper rifle and they know where all the reload points are and it's just fuck but i would rather have a game like the force unleashed i like that game make it a little longer you're one of the five people that actually really enjoyed that game no the first one got really good reviews i remember when it came out First one was horribly optimized. What's that on mean? Consoles. It just on consoles it didn't work. I played it, it worked fine. On consoles? Yeah. I never played our game on a no computer. Or a portable system? I remember playing it <laughs> like on... a Sega Game Gear? <laughs> I remember playing, I don't I remember remember playing on the out. Xbox and it was an awful experience because none of the buttons worked right. I played on the Xbox, I was fine with it. We also don't play games. Yeah, but if you have to be really, really, really good at games to figure out why you don't like it, I think that you're probably too picky. 
If people are like, I play all these, if like you could, if you've never played a video game, you picked it up and you're like, I enjoy this just fine. Versus like, oh, this doesn't compare well to a thousand other games that I've played. I'm like, well, I think the problem is you, not the game. So could you make that particular argument when it comes to film? How do you could, mean? Could you just walk into a movie theater and see Transformers 4 or Phantom Menace and be like, I enjoyed it, it was if good. If you've never seen a movie before? If you've never seen a movie before. Sure, but... you're just not picky about movies before. No, it's fundamentally different because... It doesn't have to be. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't have to be. What my problem would be for a video game is if it doesn't work right. Like, if it's broken. Like, Arkham... Like Resident N- Evil 6 w- levels of broken. I don't know about that, but like Arkham Knight was broken for the PC. That's a poorly made game. You know, and the it's Batmobile still not just, out for the PC. Just don't bring it out. Just be like, okay, it's sorry. Sorry it happened, but uh, what, what, how good are they expecting the sales to be if they ever release that on Steam? I don't know. Because I would never fucking buy it. If I was a Steam user and I bought it once and they fucked me, I'd be like, nope. I'm never <laughs> buying any of your games again. Thanks, no, Rocksteady. but th- that's what I'm talking Thanks, about. Thanks, Gearbox. But if, yeah, and I mean, I guess the, the the argument works for film as well, but it's just such a different experience. You don't play a film. You sit there and watch it passively. Well, I mean, you can play if games, the film, and sometimes games can play out like films. If, like a, any game by Quantic Dream. Like, if you were a person alive before movies were a thing, like if we went back to 1860 and showed them The Phantom Menace, their tits would be blown off. So, yeah... To that end, it's kind of the same, but what I'm talking about, I don't, I don't mind if it's like, oh, it's not fully optimized. Like, when I hear gamers argue about shit, it's always like these little nitpicky things. The The exception would be Star Wars EA, where it's just not enough content. Yeah. Um, but the when content they're like, is there is lackluster? Yeah, yeah, and it, it just doesn't work as well as it could. Um, but when I hear arguments like, well, this game isn't as good as this other game, I'm like, well, that wouldn't really matter to me because I never played the other game. If it works well enough on its own and I could get through it, then I'm more so, or less fine with it. So if you see Phantom Menace, but you haven't seen the original trilogy, like The Empire Strikes Back, and you're just like, yeah, I, I like Phantom Menace. Yeah, but that might not necessarily happen. Like, again, it's uh, apples and oranges. You would have to have never seen movies that work at all. Or you would just not have seen The Empire Strikes Back. Well, if, if I never... Com- if, if you I compare two things... You don't have to, because well, it's still a bad... That's not at all what I'm saying. If I never saw The Empire Strikes Back, and I've seen other movies in general, I still don't think The Phantom Menace would be good. I'm not saying that The Phantom Menace is bad in comparison to Empire Strikes Back, although it is. It's It's bad bad in general. (laughs) It's just bad. Um, It's bad compared to the fucking Baywatch movie. It's bad compared to Ghostbusters 2. It's bad compared to uh, Baby's Day Out. (laughs) 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 It's just a bad movie. But, like, if I... Like, we'll say it like this. I'll try to figure out, like, some... I don't know. Some kind of comparison. But they're not quite the same thing. Um, Video games and movies aren't the same thing at all. If I had never played Mortal Kombat, like, this newest Mortal Kombat, but I played the one from the 1990s, and I was like, this is awesome! Compared to the new one, which I'm sure is way better and more convoluted and whatever again you're i hate video game nerds jesus christ what was the good mortal kombat two okay if i never played mortal kombat two and i just played mortal kombat one and i'd be okay with it that's the kind of argument that i'm making 
I don't even know anymore. I'm just so fucking lost. <laughs> so, so do you think that film, creative storytelling and dynamic storytelling in film is separate from that of in video games? I don't understand the question. Like, can you have a narrative structure as a film be as, or have a narrative structure as a video game be as compelling as a film? It's different because a narrative structure is something that you consume passively. Playing a video game, it's like an immersive environment. You're trying, there's, there's a lot, it's a lot more complex, right? Now, if you're talking about the story of a video game, um, that's a little bit more comparable because you could say, well, I wasn't taken in by the story. Like I talk about the Halo games all the time. Like, I don't think the story mode is all that wonderful, but that's just a personal thing. I don't think that the story and the gameplay cont, uh, complement each other. You know what I mean? I'm like, I just feel like this is, we have a really simple narrative thrown to string together these little multiplayer maps, one after the other. Whereas other things like, if Star Wars EA didn't have a, a, a story mode, like it doesn't, but it had really, really, really good immersive multiplayer modes, I, I would still be like, okay, it's fine. I'm fine with it. Whereas a video game nerd might be like, no, fuck it still. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, because it's not as good as this other one. But I'm like, good by comparison doesn't mean good. Um, I don't know. I don't even fucking know what I'm arguing for anymore. Video games and movies are different things. (laughs) You should play play Heavy Rain. Mm. Oh, I I don't care about video games. I really don't. I noticed. You made me buy you Battlefront. I didn't make you buy me anything. You did that of your own accord. It's Christmas. You get your friends things. Fuck you. Shut up. I know, but you could have... I'm not complaining that you got me that. I'm very appreciative. I'm just saying I didn't tell you to buy me that. Oh, by the way, while we're on the topic of Star Wars arguments, mm-hmm. uh, it was confirmed that Kylo Ren's cross guard is just exhaust. Yeah, did, who said that? Zach? That's where I got it from. <laughs> I don't know where his sources were from. All right, so it wasn't confirmed. It's confirmed. Necessarily. He said it was confirmed. Listen, it's hearsay, but, you know, we're not I thought J.J. Abrams had said something to that effect at some point, because I remember hearing this when I was still in Florida. Although, to be fair, J.J. Abrams did say that Captain Phasma was his new favorite character. <laughs> you calling him a liar? No, I'm just pointing Maybe he out. knows something we don't. I'm pretty sure he does. Well, we haven't seen the I would hope maybe, he does. Maybe there are a couple deleted scenes, because we know that there are deleted scenes in Star Wars based on the actually the action figures and a couple screenshots and the behind the scenes. Well, maybe it is the George Lucas thing where uh, evidently he has all this shit written about the characters that is nowhere to be found in the films. Like Darth Vader's BB box. But I mean, like things like there's there's allegedly a deleted scene with um, Finn or at the time FN two one eight seven reporting to Phasma's division in order for like disciplinary actions for taking off his helmet, and I guess that was a scene. There was a scene where the snowtroopers discover the Millennium Falcon on Starkiller Base. Um, there was an entire segment in the first act with Constable Zuvio, who is the sheriff of Jakku. So lots of things that were just taken out because of time restraints. Just then I felt like you were speaking a foreign language. I was like, what? (laughs) Captain Zooby Dooby of the Shmoobibop universe was the lord of the the Nekronzen generation. Wait, you're not speaking words. (laughs) 
I feel like some Star Wars shit was just put through like a random word generator or that's letter good, randomizer. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, who was who was sitting down? I was like, Suvio. Yeah. When when was that a thing? Yeah, I don't know. Phasma, understandable. But Zuvio. Probably a reference to something else. Probably. Sen- tends to be the case a lot of times. Like, aren't there their characters called, like, Claytu and Verada and Nikto in, in Jabba's palace? Probably. I'm pretty I can't sure name everyone in Jabba's palace. Because, like, after a certain point when they wanted to make action figures for everything, they would just started slapping names on them because they're like, fuck it. Um, and, you yeah, can't just name like everything. Two, Cantina Guy two. 1. Cantina Guy 2. Yeah, that Cantina wouldn't make guy for a very three. good action figure. But IG-88. That's a name. It is a name. Um, that's a reference. I can't remember to what. Kit Fisto. That's a name. <laughs> <laughs> Kit. You know how I got that name? Kit Harrington? Yeah. Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Is it Bib? Bib. I've always said Bib, but I've only heard it spoken, so. B-I-B, Fortuna. Bib. Bib Fortuna. Bib. Bosk. Forlum. Bosk. Zuckus. Dengar. Forlum and Zuckus. Badass motherfuckers. It's an MC Chris song. I'm surprised you don't know about MC Chris. He does a lot of Star Wars songs. Is he the one that did the Fuck Jar Jar song? Probably not. He's not usually Jar Banks. He did he did like a whole album dedicated to Star Wars bounty hunters. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Because he had a really famous song called Vet Fet's Vet, which was just like a one off song that he decided to make and then based on the success of that. There was a whole skit involved in the end of that where they're like, You have to go back to the Star Wars bounty hunter things and he's like, No, that's like selling out and then the next album he did exactly that. <laughs> Because it was a joke, but yeah, it's IG 88s 87 Chevy or something, 57 Chevy, and Bosk on a Segway, um, because they were all based on Fett's vet. It was a bounty hunter and a vehicle of some sort. That was the bit, Michael. Interesting. <sighs> he was on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. He played MCP Pants. I've met him before. He's a really nice guy. Cool. Yep. You know, I just found out that um. Philadelphia. Philadelphia isn't that far. Oh, speaking far. of Philadelphia. Go on. Philadelphia isn't that far away. Wizard World is happening, I want to say, in the midsummer. Mm-hmm. Wizard World Philadelphia, which, from what I understand, is like a con, but more of a sell outy con. Okay. More merchandise less panel y. Right. Um, but. But. Michael J. Fox is going to be there. Really? Yeah. So. Why does Michael cool. J. Fox make the best milkshakes? Because of his blender? Because he uses the best ingredients. Oh. Cool. Go on. Um, yeah. Just if, if you have fans out there of Teen Wolf, which is what he's known for, <laughs> get that sign for him. Wizard World Philadelphia. If there are any Spin City fans out there, and I know that there are. <laughs> he's on a television show now, right? He's won a lot of Emmys for it, hasn't he? Really? Yeah. He's back. He's a lawyer. Prosecutor? Defense attorney? Something like that? I hear he's fantastic. Not too caught up on television shows, though, so I can't tell you. Yeah, I don't watch television. Well, you don't know what a television is. I don't even own a TV. The I last have, TV I you own had mustache. fucking knobs on it. I have a curly mustache, and I wear a lot of pomade, and I live in Williamsburg. 
Patrick PBR. Go to flea markets. Go to the Brooklyn Flea. I'm a hipster. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I got that. Um, you, you left out the, you know, uses your typewriter out front of a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Not a Starbucks, though. It'd be like one of those trendy little coffee shops. The coffee... I'd ride my fixed gear bicycle there. Owned by Sean Bean. Is it? I have no idea. There's a, isn't there a place called, like, Mr. Beans or something? I hope it's owned by Mr. Bean. There's one in Chelsea. It's like Bean something. Sean Bean or Michael Bean or... No, Mr. Bean. You fuck. Do you not know who guy? that is? Yeah. I think I saw one movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know good. that I've seen any of the movies. But... I think fucking um, Willem Dafoe was in it. He was also in Spider-Man. Good ones. I remember... <laughs> there's that scene in Spider-Man 3 where there's an extra that looks suspiciously like Willem Dafoe. Apparently it was. I remember having arguments on the internet with people like, see, this was a plot point. Like, obviously he was meant to be because he was sitting there in the stupid coffee shop. And I'm like, no, it's just a guy that looked like him. Why would they fucking jet Willem Dafoe all the way out and pay him like a million bucks to sit somewhere in the background for no fucking reason to do some narrative point that does not exist but apparently it was. I was wrong. I was the asshole then. Hey, fucking asshole. Well, apparently Wolverine was supposed to have a crossover in the first Spider-Man movie, like a little cameo. That's pretty cool. Um, when the Green great. Goblin first attacks, like the Times Square concert, which those happen all the time. You remember those, right? Um, the Times Square concert? The Times Square concerts, yeah. They have them from time to time. Yeah, all the time. New Do you Year's. know the New Year's Times Square thing is ticketed? It is now. It wasn't last year. Yeah, it's, it's ticketed. Apparently, because I went to it last year and I tried, I tried to see it this year, and it's like you know what, maybe I'll just go and see what it's. Do like. you not oh, listen to our podcast? Of course, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Cordoned off at Thirty Seventh Street, and they're like, you, oh, can't get any you were there. We talked all about why it was a nightmare. I don't remember they, this lady? I, I got my adult diaper. Thanks yeah, for all the recommendations. This lady told my dad to wear an adult diaper. I'm like, no. That's, <laughs> well, go ahead if you want to, but Jesus Christ, I'll watch it on TV. I'll watch it from my fucking hotel room. It's right there. Yeah, but um, that's what you gotta do. Like, if you really want to see that like ball drop, stupid New Year's Eve watch thing, watch it on TV. Well, yeah, obviously, but get like six months, seven months in advance. Try to get like a hotel room in Times Square facing the thing, because it's the only way you're gonna see it. Or go to like one of those. They have those, like, rooftop bars that do Times Square events. But you have to get to one of those events. Do not go there expecting to just walk into Times Square, like, 1159 and be like, hey, there it is, because you're not going to see it. It just doesn't work like that. It's New York. Nothing works. Like that. Nothing works, period. <laughs> but anyways, apparently Hugh Jackman as Wolverine was supposed to have a cameo back in the first Spider-Man when the Green Goblin first attacks Times Square, and there was going to be, a, you know, a scene where he saves someone and everything. Um, but it didn't happen because I guess what happened was Hugh Jackman got to set and he was, it was just going to be like a day. Got the, he got set and they misplaced his claws. <laughs> so it <laughs> I was wondering why you didn't want to finish that story when we were talking about it earlier and I'm happy you didn't. Holy fuck. So it didn't happen. That's one of the, like, the best things I've ever heard in my life. How does that happen? 
<laughs> they just can't find it and they're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> I love that that's how movies work sometimes. Because that's how, like, if it, if I were making that movie and I was like, wait, did I forget? Ah, oh, fuck. I forgot to bring the claws. Ah, forget it. <laughs> we'll just... Uh. We'll just not do it. Sorry, Hugh. Go home. <laughs> like, well, we could just run to Party City. And- nah, no, no. It takes too much effort. Shit. Just, just, ah, oh, fuck it. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> but so it didn't happen. I'm so happy that I now know that. Like, there's nothing they could have done. And I love that they're claws that, like, apparently he just takes with them. And they're like, yeah, just bring, yeah, yeah, come over, we'll do the thing, just bring bring your claws, okay? He gets like, oh, it's like, oh shit. Oh, dude, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> TSA was a nightmare. They wouldn't let me take the claws on carry-on, so. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't think there was a TSA back then because that was pre nine eleven. No, when they were it wasn't. That movie. It was two thousand. That's oh, when it came out. When they it were came shooting out in 2002, it. Two thousand two, didn't it? It was. It, yes, but it was so definitely pre nine eleven when they shot it because there's scenes in the World Trade Center that they had to cut. Well, there's a teaser. There the was World... also a poster. There was also a poster, but in if you look, it, it was the original teaser. Where is the World Trade Center tower? And if you look at the footage from that, it's actually a lot different from the footage you got in, like on screen. Well, yeah, but it would have to be pre nine eleven because why would they even put that in the movie after nine eleven? Yeah, but it wasn't. I don't think it was necessarily something that was like reshot or anything. It was probably yeah. something specific. Yeah, it probably wasn't real. They didn't. You were saying they didn't even shoot that in New York. Well, they didn't shoot most of it in New York. I believe they shot some of the exteriors in New York. Yeah. Well, uh, they shot the exteriors. I, I God, I want to say like the time that they're in New York was like a couple days. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. Exteriors and stuff. There's a thing that I kind of want to go see. Speaking of superheroes in New York, there's a, it's an exhibit at I think the one of the history museums. It's superheroes in Gotham. Oh right, they have the Batmobile, the 1960s Batmobile there. You should go see it. They also have a Star Wars costume exhibit. Yeah, they do. I'd actually like to go see that as well. Is that still? How long is that? I have no idea. Probably for the duration of Force Awakens theater. Well, because this this other thing's like until late February, so. I mean, the fucking Marvel's Avengers station was there for like. You couldn't get tickets to that shit. Huh? You could barely get tickets. I remember when I first came out, it was sold out for like over a month. Yeah, well, when I went there, I went there like a day before it closed and everything was broken. (laughs) Really? Yeah, everything was broken. Yeah, like I said, it's New York, nothing works. Test out the Iron Man hand, and it was out of order. It's because they gave it to that little boy. That's a fair point. Walk into the shield thing. <laughs> Test out the Iron Man hand. You're like, oh, it's broken. <laughs> That's why there's no real life Iron Man yet. <laughs> it would just break down. Or they'd leave it at home. Couldn't get it, <laughs> couldn't get it through the airport. You know, apparently Mark Zuckerberg is actually trying to make a real life Jarvis. Like artificial intelligence that... uh works and functions the way Jarvis does. Isn't there that other guy who said that uh, artificial intelligence will destroy the planet? Maybe he's right. James Cameron? No. It I feel was like a, that was James Cameron. No, it was an actual... It was probably like, James Cameron. It was actually like I'm a real... I'm pretty sure James Cameron said that too. Okay, fine. But well, This guy's was... just a hack. He's copying James Cameron. Yeah. You, <laughs> movie. I get it. You're talking about when James Cameron made The Matrix. We all get it, Michael. <laughs> um... Uh, uh, what am I saying? Uh, yeah, no, some, some, like, actual big tech guy came out and said, yeah, it's gonna be how the world ends. Because there's, I don't remember what the name of the theory is called, but 
the idea, and it's kind of like Pascal's wager, where it's like Pascal's wager is that you go with the religion that has the most severe punishments in the afterlife, because like if you die and there's nothing after this, then it's like, well, who cares? But if you die and then you go to hell, that would suck. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's kind of like that, where it's theorized that there will be an artificial intelligence that enslaves the world and takes it over. And it will punish those who did not bring about its existence. Like it'll be able to look back through time and history and be like, you were the one who stood in my way. You're dead. Um, and that's what's going to happen. Inevitably. So everyone just buy Apple products. Mm-hmm. It's like that episode of Rick and Morty where, uh, <clears throat> um, the grudge, I mean the purge, Oh, the Purge Night? Yeah, it's nothing like that. But I just remember that episode, and it was really good. You want me to flash cut to two weeks ago and you're still alive? <laughs> excellent. Rick and Morty. Next one won't come out for another two years. Or whenever they feel like it. Oh, Dan Harmon said it's not coming out for two years. Deal with it. Deal with it. <laughs> but anyways, that's so Dan Harmon is like, I think he's in New York right now. Really? And I don't know what Can the fuck get him he's on the doing. Podcast? No, probably not. Probably not. I feel like he's reverse stalking me because whenever I'm not in New York, he seems to be in New York. Well, he's just waiting till you leave. Mm-hmm. Or like when I'm tied up and can't get to the show. Like they did a two Harmonge Towns this year, and the two times that they did it were two of the only days that I had other plans. I was in, a, in two different shows, two different plays. One of the very few times that I was employed. Probably the last time you're employed. Yeah, that means there's never going to be another Harmontown in New York. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why I should just move to L.A. Then they're going to have Harmontowns every day. I was looking, like, there's a place that I was looking at, like, you can get, like, a studio efficiency for what I'm paying, like, right now to live in a three-bedroom and a tiny little box room. I could have my own place, like, in walking distance to fucking, like... Gromans and like all of the stupid famous Hollywood shit. Probably because it's a shitty part of town. You ever Isn't been it now to called Man's Chinese Theater? No, I think it's Gromans. It used to be Man's, um, and then Groman bought it. Actually, no. Now it's probably just like Disney's Chinese Theater. Or something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that one theater, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real tiny. Have you been there? I've been to the exterior. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good enough. It looks small. And I always picture it. I feel like whenever you see it in pictures, there's it's nothing massive? around it. But no, it's, it's like... it's cluttered. Yeah, it's like a little tiny little Chinese thing inside of a big strip mall. It's ugly. That whole part of town is ugly. Across the street from the Ripley's, believe it or not. Though. You know who I saw there? Dane Cook. That probably colored my experience I negatively. Think the, I think the first and only time I was actually in L.A., the one time I saw a man's Chinese theater... Quentin Tarantino was there doing it's so much cooler than Dane Cook. Yeah, like I didn't get close to him or anything, but like, I didn't get that all, all like that a, close. Like to Like a hundred feet someone. away, and he was on a stage and he was talking about something. That's great. Yeah, I remember explicitly because it was the same time. I think Lilo and Stitch was playing across the street. And that's what you were in town for. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Showing Hawaiian pride. Yeah, exactly. I was like, "Hey, I'm from Hawaii. Can I get into this You're movie like, free? And they're like, "No." Yo, what's up? Ohana means family and other stuff I know. <laughs> Ever tell you about King Kamehameha? He's a god. He's Goku. Blew shit up with his mind powers. Yep. With his chi. Or key. 
Did I say key or chi? Probably key, because it's a Japanese show. But it's the same concept. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that Asian stuff. You're really not. I'm really not. No, they say key in Dragon Ball Z, right? I can't fucking, I can't fucking tell you. Because, like, yeah, the Japanese version of chi. I'm not the biggest Dragon Ball fan. I've seen Dragon Ball abridged. That's about it. No. Oh. But have you seen Avatar? Yeah, I think so. Once. Maybe twice. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. I'm Tyler Pino. And I'm Michael Holler. Get out of my house. Yeah.